Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League part of the Celtic podcast for this week. Um, reporting on the results and fixtures and a little update on the tables and things. So, um, first of all, results from Saturday the 22nd of May. And we had a one game in our John Cooper Premier Division. That was Old Rome 3, 10MB1. Another two goals for Pat Brennan, um, consolidating the champions position at the top of the table. FC Greenwich once again had their opposition pull out on them. So sadly, they finished the season not being able to play their last two games, um, which is um, sad for them. Then down to Jim Hampson Division 1, division that's really competitive at the moment. Gender, great win for them. 4-2 away at ground toppers. Uh, Nathan uh, Edgerovbo uh, with a double there for Agenda. Eltham Town Reserves, good win for them. An exciting game. 4-3 away at Lewisham Project. Lewisham Project again lose by the odd goal. They do seem unlucky. Farnborough Thirds, great win for them. 4-0 away at Red Velvet Reserves. Following on from 6-0 win against Welling Park Reserves the week before. Um, they found their form late in the season. Then Rustlers 1, Eden Park 9, Eden Park a champions elect really, Andrea Carrera with 4 goals for them. South Dulwich can still catch them, maybe. South Dulwich 3, West Bromley Albion 1, a double for uh, Kish de Sorze, Um and the two teams who came up last year leading the way, but agenda hot on their uh, heels now. Uh, if we have a look at the table, um, it really is um, getting very, very tight. Some of those double headers and things have made a big difference here. So. Eden Park way out. They're 37 points. It means they're eight points clear of South Dulwich. Uh, though South Dulwich have got two games in hand and they play them on the last day. So if they win their games in hand and beat them, they could still get that title. Agenda third now. They've played 13 as well, 27 points. Red Velvet um, have played 16. They're on 25 points. Groundhoppers played 14. They're on 24 points. Then Rustlers have got uh, two games in hand on, on Groundhoppers. They're on 20 points. So they could make up some ground as well. Then Elton Town Reserves, Welling Park Reserves, Farnborough Thirds, West Bromley Alvin Lewisham Project. They're kind of out of the picture really in terms of um, getting those promotion places then down to the second division and um, in the second division are leaders now probably going to be champions because they haven't got a game this weekend now El Tamigas have pulled out the league so Old Town Old Bexley Town 3-0 winners against Beckenham um, Michael Daramda with, with a brace for them and it looks like they will be going up as champions Matagalpa 5-0 winners against Farnborough Old Boys Guild 4th two heavy defeats for them after that loss to TNS and Matagalpa there two goals for Matthew Burton two goals for Kenneth Hagen um, Hagen so and Farnborough 4th really have fallen away at the last not good enough since lockdown unfortunately for them and it looks like they might miss out on those top two places they're still in second at the moment but TNS are three points behind with a game in hand and Matagalpa are five points behind with two games in hand so potentially Farnborough might miss out on the top two places it'd be sad for them because they've been top of the table pretty much all year down to division three and only two games on um South East Slade Green Knights was delayed um and El Eagles couldn't field a side in there when their reserves um I oh, know their reserves did play, sorry, they drew two all away at Chelsfield. Uh, it was their first team who couldn't get a side out. And they're milding four all with Dulwich Village reserves. Um, so Dulwich Village reserves picking up points off milding. There was a game abandoned in this division, Catford and um, Teviot, which will be looked at by the committee. Um, 
Now looking at the table, again, this one's really, really tight now because Mildeen have let Catford uh, catch them slightly in recent weeks by losing and drawing. So Catford now game in hand and three points behind. Their goal difference is noticeably worse. Um, so it's interesting. They're going to have to beat them. Catford will have to beat Mildeen in the game between them if they're going to um, get one of those promotion places. But at least it's holding up, making it a bit more of a challenge. It looked for a while like Mildeen would run away with it. Chelsfield third, then Teviot Rangers, uh, Elton Eagles Reserves, Dulwich Village Reserves, Slade Green Knights, Red Velvet A and South East Athletic A. Um, right, fixtures next week. We have uh, in the Premier Division, West Wickham Albion against Old Roan. Final game in that division. Then Division 1. This is the one where it's all happening. Eden Park agenda. Massive game agenda. Really on form since lockdown. Can they upset Eden Park? Eden Park look unbeatable. Eltham Town reserves against Rustlers. Groundhoppers against South Dulwich. Another huge game. Both teams on for promotion if they win their games. Welling Park reserves against Red Velvet reserves. West Bromley Albion and Lewisham Project. The bottom two there. Then we've got Beckenham against Peckham Town A. Peckham Town A could still get second if they win all their games in hand. Eltham Eagles against Old Bates Town will not now be taking place. TNS against Matagalpa uh, is the other game. Ah, and that reminds me, TNS actually had a Kent Junior Cup final on Saturday, uh, put back a year because of COVID. It was a 2019-20 competition. Sadly, they lost to Sellhurst um, SA. So TNS won, Sellhurst SA three. Well done, TNS. So getting into a Cup final, Kent Junior Cup final in their first season. Um, them down to Division 3. Elton Eagles reserves against Mildeen will not happen either. Catford against South East Athletic A. Catford a chance to close that gap. Dulwich Village reserves against Red Velvet A. And Teviot Rangers against Slade Green Knights. Then we have a big one. Eltham Town against Long Lane. Kent, uh, London Junior Cup quarterfinal. Eltham Town against Long Lane. Good luck to Eltham Town. Um, representing the league there against a Division 2 um, County side good luck to Eltham Town wishing them all the best uh, hopefully they can pull off a result for the league uh, for themselves obviously and the league right um, that's all from me for this week obviously fixture of the week to me goes without saying it's uh, Eltham Town against Long Lane um, then looking at Division 1 there's just some cracking games in there Eden Park agenda looks like a cracker and Groundhopper South Dulwich two absolutely cracking games um, really really gonna make a big decision on on how that division ends up okay so good luck to all teams this week well done all the teams that have kept with it playing into the end of may and some of you will be playing into june uh been amazed with how some of the clubs have kept themselves going um through all the difficulties that the restart has, has thrown up with injuries and players not making themselves available because of work and illness and injury. It's been incredible, really. So congratulations to all the clubs that are still playing football out there. Um, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup from Saturday, the 22nd of May, the seventh and final week of League Cup action in the competition. And in Group A, the title was finally sewn up on that last weekend as DTFC secured the silverware for a, uh, with a win in the group at, away at Lymore Gardens over in Loughton. A close first half saw DT leading just 1-0, but they released the shackles in the second period to score three more goals, winning the showdown eventually 4-0. Congratulations to all involved at DT on their maiden comp competitive title. The group's final game pitted local rivals FC Barese against Rapid Chingford, as those sides met at Salisbury Hall in Chingford, each trying to avoid finishing bottom of the group. The sides started a point apart and finished it the same way as two Stanley Green goals were enough to hand FC Barese a share of the spoils uh, in a 2-2 draw. In Group B, despite Group B having already been wrapped up a week ago, 
There was much pride at stake still over the weekend in the two remaining fixtures. Firstly, as Chadwell Heath Spartans secured third, third place in the group with a narrow 1-0 away win at Chigwell Town. Thomas Callagher came off the bench to net that crucial goal to hand Spartans the narrow win. And there was a flurry of goals in the group's other fixture as Kit Out London, the champions of course, went in search of a perfect record with their trip to CSM London over in Beckton. Ramon Senior scored for the hosts, but Kit Out were in excellent form in front of goal, with Eric Rusnak scoring twice, further goals from Sammy Basadi, Kishon Greenaway, Lewis Jacobs, Brian Maruf and Ryan Bentaib, goals confirming a 7-1 win and maximum points in Group B. And in Group C, the final action saw an important game for North East Lions as they went seeking a point or more that they needed to earn the runners-up space in the group. They hosted Francis Luke on the final day and a closely fought game ended in a draw, which that, that being enough to give Lions a second spot with Romel Pyle scoring that, that one goal to give them a share of the points. And so with the League Cup group stage now coming to a close, we look ahead uh, to some London Junior Cup action in the coming weeks with two of our sides still involved in the later stages. First of all, this Thursday evening, Joloff Sports take on West Fulham uh, as they go in, in search of a place in the quarterfinals. That game taking place down at Barking at 8 o'clock. And in a couple of Saturdays' time, FC Petro Cub will be another team who go go for a place in, in the semi-finals as they take on Wimbledon Casuals at home at Noak Hill in a couple of weeks' time. We now take a moment to look back over what's been an interesting, if somewhat shortened, 2021 football season in our competition. A season which has been a bit stop-start and I think largely teams will look, look back at it for all the wrong reasons, of course, without being able to complete a league season for a second season running, unfortunately. But the League Cup competition really did give teams something to, to come back and fight for as we restarted football just after Easter. In Group A, as we mentioned earlier, the winners were DTFC and they came from behind in the group, really, uh, only getting a draw in their very first game. But they came, they, they won all the remaining games, including an exhilarating result last weekend where they came from three goals down against the eventual runners-up FC Petro Cub to win that 4-3. And that really set them on the pathway to a victory in this competition. FC Petro Cub would have been... Would have been very happy with their performance, except for that one one result last weekend. But they can be very happy with a second place, and they can look forward now to their London Cup competition fixtures. Lionwell Gardens finished third in the end, with West Essex Reserves also level on seven points with Lionwell. Those two sides having mixed campaigns in the in the in the League Cup competition. And FC Barese and Rapid Chingford not been a lot between those two as they finished in fifth and sixth place respectively at the bottom end of the group. Uh, having not really taken to the restart football in quite the way they might have hoped. And in Group B, uh, Kit Out London really are the headline makers in that group. Five wins from five in an excellent performance in that group. And they took took the honours last weekend with a, with a week to spare. Woodford East have impressed also, beating teams from the senior division along the way. Uh, as they finished second in the group on ten points with three wins and a draw. And there'll be another side very keen to take part in the senior division next year. Chadwell Heath Spartans, as we mentioned earlier, took third place eventually with two wins and a draw. Though their inconsistency a little will hurt, hurt their chances of winning the competition. But they're a very well-run side and they'll be back very soon. 
Another disappointing campaign really for Chigwell Town, who finished fourth in the group behind some sides from the division below. Uh, but they did get two wins and were in the competition running stakes up until a week or so ago. So they will be... Uh, they'll, they'll go into the new season with some optimism, I feel. Tower United finished fifth in the group with just a win and a draw and a disappointing campaign for them in the League Cup competition. Um, but again, they're, they're a side who will probably look to rebuild uh, and come again stronger next year. And it was a tough group for CSM London uh, as the senior division side finished with just a point from their five games and bottom of the group as well. Unfortunately, leaking too many goals to really make them a contender at this level. In Group C, and it was Frenford who who stole the headlines in this group uh, with three wins and two draws, uh, but not, not losing any games here. They won the group by four points in Group C, uh, four points clear of North East Lions, of course, who finished second on the back of two wins and a draw, that being enough to earn them seven points and take that spot. Kansas London Sport lost their runners-up spot on the very last day of the season, but they'll be pleased with their efforts. Three draws in their five games, along with one win, saw them finish on six points. And then it really was close at the bottom with three teams all level on five points, two of those on identical goal difference too. London Park City finishing fourth in the group, with Belfry finishing fifth just behind them by a goal scored, would you believe? And bottom of the group, although, as I say, level on points with the teams two places above them, were Francis Luke, a win and two draws, and a solid effort uh, upon the restart to the football season. Now, Group D was a real exciting one. Uh, Going into the final round of games, it looked like it would be Unity or Dagenham United, who both went in uh, as unbeaten into their final fixtures. But because of results elsewhere, Cowley Community came from behind to secure the group with four wins in their in their five games, giving them a one-point slender advantage, but enough to win the silverware on the very last day of the season. Unity were actually unbeaten with three wins and two draws over the course of the, 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 the League Cup campaign but not quite enough as they were held to a draw on that final day. And Dagenham United were ruined missed chances. They lost their, their last game to see them out of the running as they finished on 10 points with three wins and a draw. And quite a gap then down to the teams in 4th, 5th and 6th. Royal Forest, that point on the final day, saw them move up into 4th place. And below them, Chingford Athletic with just the one win and also Barkingside A with just the one win. Two teams that will be disappointed, you feel, with their efforts. In Group E, another division where a side won all five fixtures, and that was Fairlock Rovers, who followed up their form in the league just before uh, the curtailment of the season with five victories, uh, 15 points maximum haul. Uh, and in second place, with five points behind them in the end, Loughton Lions with three wins and a draw as they secured 10 points and a runners-up spot. Three points further back were Glendale, who had a mixed campaign in the League Cup competition, dropping points at crucial moments. But two wins and a draw sees them comfortably into third place. Melbourne Sports were sitting fourth, also with two wins, uh, as they picked up six points in the group uh, in, a, in a largely improved performance. And in fifth place, Old Estamians, the side coming down from the division above to take part with the Division 3 sides. They actually finished fifth in the, in the table with just the one win and a draw, giving them a four-point haul. And Old Barcabians reserves bring up the rear, with just a single point, although it was against the team who finished second, uh, with just that one point, seeing them finish sixth place. And in Group F, this was another group that went down to the wire. Two teams ending up unbeaten as well. 
Uh, the winners ended up being Royal Forest Reserves with four wins and a draw from their five games, seeing them win the competition with 13 points. Just behind them were Custom House United, who stayed involved with this competition right to the very end. Uh, they finished on 11 points with three wins and two draws, also unbeaten, but unfortunately not able to outdo Forest's result in the final fixture. In third place were Emerson United Reserves on seven points with two wins and a draw. And that's an identical record virtually to Chingford Harriers, who finished fourth just on goal difference, also with two wins and a draw. Lymore Gardens Reserves were the fifth place team in the group as they finished with four points, a win and a draw. And bottom of the table, unfortunately, were Eastern Avenue, who didn't manage to pick up a point in their five fixtures and they finished sixth in the standings. And in Group G, what a group this was for Together United, turning the league form on its head to win the group with five wins from five. They really took to the restart football that took place. Uh, 15 points in the group, the maximum, and high-scoring games as well. 30 goals scored in just those five fixtures. In second place, and it did go to the last day, Collier Row A remained involved all the way through. Just the one defeat to Together United for Collier Row, as they picked up four wins and the one defeat to give them 12 points. And that saw them finish five points clear of the third place team, which was Brentwood United Reserves. They won two and drew one to finish with seven points in the group. And they were a point ahead of Newham Royals, who picked up two wins in their four fixtures in a rather mixed um, bag of performances for the Royals. But they finished in comfortably in mid-table. Dagenham United Reserves were the team who finished fifth in the League Cup competition. And a win and a draw saw them finish uh, comfortably fifth. Four points ahead of the side who finished bottom of the table, unfortunately, which was Avondale Rangers. And that brings to a close our coverage of the Essex Alliance League for the 2020-21 football season. Uh, a rather strange season for everybody. But we all, of course, hope that next year will be somewhat more normal. And we look forward to bringing you more coverage of our league next season. But for now, enjoy the rest and have a good summer. Hi guys, uh, Rav from Grand Sports Club, representing the R&D this week. Let's go over the results from last week, starting with the Prem. Midway Borough winning 4-2 at home against Gillingham Green. Midway Stars losing 2-1 to Ancorians. Parkwood Community Association winning 6-1 against AFC Rangers. And the Stag losing 2-0 to Midway City. In Division 1, AI Sports winning 5-3 against Ash Green. Eccles losing 4-0 at home to Ballstool. Medway Knights winning 5-2 against Park Regis Athletic. Pavilion losing 5-3 to Cliff United. Sittenbourne Town winning 5-0 against Medway Rovers. In Division 2, AFC Minster going at 7-0 winners against Eccles Reserves. Cannon 24 losing 4-1 at home to Range Rovers Colts. Aces Old Boys getting a home walkover win. Where Stockbury couldn't have fielded a team. Uh, similar in the next game, Ballstool Wanderers getting a, a way walkover due to Parkwood Community Association reserves not being able to field a team. Uh, the Prince losing 1 0 to Waterbury Wanderers in Division 3. Beechwood 76 losing 3 0 to AFC United Medway. Macklin Arms 16 losing 4 2 to Techers. Ourselves. Grand Sports losing 3-0 to Appleyard uh, in what was a second-half debacle. And congratulations in order to Bredos Juniors of Division 3, winning 9-1 against the Village Upchurch, confirming their league title. Uh, 
in Division 4. Uh, some massive results in Division 4. Bleakwood Rangers losing 15-0 to Mildtown. Gillingham Bilbao winning 9-2 against and Collins Academicals. Little Shastard winning 17-0 against Park Regis Reds. And Medway Tigers losing 14-1 against Greenwood Aces Reserves. Lots of goals there. Fixtures for this weekend. So in the Prem, just the two games. Chatham down Saturdays against Riverside. Parkwood Community Association against Medway City. In Division 1. Ash Green take on Sittingbourne Town. Cliff United take on Park Regis Athletic. Eccles take on Medway Knights. Hunton take on AEI Sports. Medway Rovers 18 take on Ballstall. In Division 2. Greenway Aces take on AFC Minster. In Division 3. AFC United take on Macklin Arm 16. Ourselves Grand Sports Club away trip to unbeaten Bredust and Champions, now Bredust Juniors. Princes Park take on the Village Upchurch. Techers take on Burham in Division 4. Maltain take on Raynham Kenworth. And two semi finals in the Ted Snelling Cup, uh, which is the open level cup all teams enter. It's Little Shastard uh, against the Greenway Aces Reserves, uh, both teams from Division 4. And in the other semi-finals, Medway Borough, the only Prem team left against Division 3 Appleyard. So good luck to those teams. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello. And welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, Hornsey and Highgate 4, Continental 5. And in our game of the week, the doubleheader, Highgate Albion 0, Rising Borders 2 in Game 1. And Highgate Albion 3, Rising Borders 1 in Game 2. I actually did go for a winner piece there in the predictions. Um, it's actually only benefits takers. It's a really good result for takers as they... Their doubleheader against Highgate Albion takes on less significance now. They only have to win the remaining games apart from there to win the title. Moving on to Division 1. Highgate Albion reserves 5, Locomotive Thunder 1. And in my game of the week, Northumberland Park Rangers nil, the Wrongans 5. Uh, I actually went for a 3-1 Wrongans win there. I thought it would be pretty comfortable and it turns out to be a bit more comfortable than I thought. Into Division 2, double header between Millhill Club to Football and North London Athletic. Millhill Club to Football 2, North London Athletic 1 in Game 1. And Millhill Club to Football 1, North London Athletic 1 in Game 2. And the double header between Grange Park and Inter Mill Hill. Grange Park 2, Inter Mill Hill 1 in Game 1. And Grange Park 5, Inter Mill Hill 2 in Game 2. And in the game of the week, the double header, United House 1. Anatolians nil in game one. United House six. Anatolians one in game two. I actually went for a draw in the first game and a 2 0 win for United House in the second game. Uh, I thought Anatolians would tire being the older team, and uh, it looks like they did tire in the second game and gave them a good game in the first. Only lost one nil, but um, very good result for United House there. Into Division three, AFC Muswell Hill three, Enfield Albion two. And another very impressive result for North London Colts. North London Colts 8, Highgate Albion 3rd 1. Into Division 4, we had the double header 
Roven Reporters won, Gal Phoenix nil in game one, and Roven Reporters won, Gal Phoenix nil in game two. Sopranos FC together won, FC Cricklewood four. And in my game of the week, double header again. Uh, no, it was a single header, sorry. New Barnet two, Barnet Salsa four. I actually went for a 3 1 win there. So I got the uh, scoreline wrong, but I got the uh, two goal margin right. Very good result there for Barnet Salsa in the derby. Moving on to Division 5, where we only had one game. It was a double header. Maida via 5, Real Menza 2 in game 1, and Maida via 6, Real Menza 1 in game 2. Into Division 6, AFC Muswell Hill 3, Oak Hill 4. Oak Hill, first points of the season, first win of the season for them. So, big congratulations to them. Uh, in the doubleheader between GTFA seconds and Alexandra Knights. GTFA seconds, two Alexandra Knights, three in game one. And GTFA seconds, one Alexandra Knights, one in game two. And the big game of the week, the doubleheader. Um, AFC Oakwood reserves four, Uslot three in game one. And AFC Oakwood reserves one, Uslot two in game two. I did go for a pair of reversing 2-1 wins for either side. And I actually got the scoreline right in the second game, margin right in the first. Um, AFC Oakwood Reserves will take that. Uzlot one of their biggest challengers for the title. And that still gives them the margin they need at the top of the table. In a supplementary Premier Cup final, Enfield United won. Highgate Album Reserves won. Enfield United winning the Premier Cup final on penalties. In the supplementary Junior Cup semi-final, Real Menza 2, North London Wanderers 0. In the Middlesex Intermediate Cup, North London, um, sorry, London Wednesday 3, The Vine 2, Pro Panthers 1, Brentford United 1, Pro Panthers advancing on penalties. They seem to be playing penalties every week. I think they won in the last round on penalties as well. So, um, Pro Panthers obviously advancing. And Whetstone Wanderers under 23s 3. Sporting Club Disabutio 3. Whetstone Wanderers under 23s advancing there on penalties. In the Middlesex Sunday Junior Trophy. Arnest Rangers 2. Hampton Terrace 5. And Enfield United 3. Barnet DFC 1. In the Middlesex Sunday Premier Cup. Takers 6. Larkspur Rovers 1. And in the London Junior Cup. AFC Rose 3, City East FC 2. A uh, very good result for us. Um, came up against a very good team um, from Hackney. They were, had a very passionate sideline, you know, um, very vocal. They, they were a very good side. Um, took a 2 0 lead after saving a penalty. Um, and they fought back in the second half, scored two quick goals, and we managed to arrest the momentum they had and picked up a winner. And then our keeper again, Ali, with a fantastic penalty save, a second penalty save with about five minutes left. And um, the boys have been playing really well over the last couple of weeks. And um, that that was a really big result for us, and it puts us through to the semi-finals. Moving on to the fixtures... AC Finchley versus Traps and Sport UK. Park Royals versus Hornsey and Highgate. And in my game of the week in the Premier Division double header, I've gone for a 3 1 win for Takers in game one and a 2 1 win for Takers in game two against Continental. And this week we have a guest picker. We have 
AFC Rose Gaffer, Jimmy Okoro. He's gone for a... T- well, he said 5-0. Not knowing it's a double-header, so I'll give him a 2-0 and 3-0 for both games. Into Division 1, we only have one game. It's the repeat of the Premier Cup final. Enfield United versus Highgate Album Reserves. Both teams don't really have much to play for. Enfield United is still in the Cup. I'm not sure. Maybe Highgate Album Reserves are still in the Cup. But for the league, both teams are cooked. Uh, I've gone for a 2-1 win for Highgate Album Reserves. I think they'll be a bit more focused, a bit more, you know, encouraged to win this game. You know, a bit more momentum for them, you know, a bit more, you know, to want to win this game. Um, James has gone for a 3-1 win there for Highgate Album Reserves. Moving on to Division 2, Millhill Club, the football versus Anatolians, North London Athletic versus AFC Rose. And in my game of the week, it's third against second, GTFA versus Shentry Athletic. I've gone for a 4-2 win for Shentry, and James has gone for a 2-1 win for Shentry. Um, playing both of them, I think, you know, Shentry are probably the better team. Um, we did just beat them 1-0 early in the season. Although GTFA did take a point off us, I think if it wasn't a double header, we would have probably won both games. Moving on to Division 3, double header between London Orient and Enfield Athletic. A double header between Enfield Albion and Arnest Rangers. Trent Park facing Dodians. And in my game of the week... Stratford Arms facing a, a very impressive recently North London Colts. But I think the momentum's going to stop. I've gone for a 3-2 win for Stratford Arms. And James has gone for a 2-all draw there. Moving on to Division 4. Gower Phoenix face NLR. Brotherhood Cozzy and Cognac Athletic in a double header. Barnet South and FC Cricklewood in a double header. In my game of the week, New Barnet versus Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. Gone for a 3-1 win for Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. I'm expecting at least Godfrey Burko and Aaron Madison to get on the goal sheets there. Moving on to Division 5, Maida Villa versus Camden FC. A double header between Real Menza and North Atletico Seniors. And in my game of the week, Pro Panthers, who've only played eight games in the league this season, they've got a lot of work to do to finish their games. They take on top of the table the Bandits and they need a win here. A win for the Bandits would would solidify their title hopes. I've gone for a two-all draw though. Into Division 6, Oak Hill versus Alexandra Knights. Double header between Whetstone Wanderers under 23s and GTFA seconds. In my game of the week, AFC Edmonton versus Uslot. I've gone for a 3-1 win there for Uslot. In the Middlesex Sunday Junior Trophy, Highgate Albion thirds face West London Warriors. Or, yeah, West London Warriors. In the supplementary Junior Trophy final, Camden FC face Real Menza. And in the supplementary Senior Challenge Cup, AFC Oakwood face the Wrongans. My prediction, I've gone for a 2-1 Wrongans win there. And Highgate Albion face Takers. I've gone for a 3-2 win for Highgate Albion. Um... The show won't be back next week, but we'll have the results from this week on the show two weeks' time. Thank you. Welcome to the results of the Essex Sunday Football Combination for the 23rd of May. Congratulations, first of all, to Walthamstow Red Star 
landing their first ever senior division title, courtesy of a 1-0 win at Weir United. It's good to see that their fellow competitors this week spent the time to send their congratulations to the jubilant lads from E16. It was a great win and the perfect culmination of a difficult season for everyone during these COVID times. But it's testament to the durability of everyone who wished to come back and continue the competition to its fullest extent. In the only other game played, J.K. Silvertown elevated themselves to second place with a 4-0 win at Newbury Forest. But Barkingside have one remaining game against Weir United to take the three points and take second place on goal difference from J.K. Silvertown. In Division 1, Loxford lead the way courtesy of an 11-2 win over BSL. That sees them three points ahead at the top of the table from their closest rivals, Hilford. But they have three games in hand to secure the three points that would land them the title. Elsewhere, Iram Zotzi and Jamal Zotzi scored for Debden in a 2-2 draw at Newbury Forest. This week, the action sees BSL take on Flamenco. South Hillford Catholics meet Debden and Newbury Forest entertain Hilford, which could see the title swing to the visitors. In Division 2, SFN rubber stamped their fantastic title win in their dominant season with a 7-0 win over Barking Colts. Temio Laka scored a hat-trick. Also weighing in were Mika Innocent, Adil Mahi Azad and Jackie Sakizwa weighing in with the other goals. Horson Well won 3-1 at Hainault to move into second place. Their goals this week were scored by Aaron Alley, Joshua French and James Marsh. And in the last game of the division, Shareforce beat Cardinals 2-1. Horson Well now have two games left at the current champions, SFN, and at uh, Hainal Athletic, and they need to get something from those games to secure promotion. It won't be an easy task. Essex Miners, the other team in the frame, their one remaining game is at Cardinals Athletic. So, it's all to play for in the final few weeks of the season. Hello and welcome to this Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League Roundup for Sunday the 23rd of May, the 7th week of League Cup action and very nearly the end of the campaign. We start in Group A where it was uh, just one game played and it's the final game of the group in Group A with not a lot at stake except for a bit of pride you might say as Eastway Athletic took on Secret FC over in Newbury Park. Eastway had the chance to move level with Secret on six points in the middle of the table and that is exactly what they did as they earned a 5-2 victory on the final day to give them a little bit of momentum to going into the new season. Game of the day was really over in Group B where FC Baller went into the fixture against Culture Club in Loughton knowing that anything, nothing but a win would do for them 
as they fell 2-0 down to a culture club in an exhilarating game which was played at a real fast pace. But Baller fought back to 2-2 with about 10 minutes to go in the game and it was a real grandstand finish but they weren't quite able to score the goal that would have seen them win the competition. And therefore Brook Athletic who finished their fixtures a couple of weeks back sealed the trophy and the Group A honours with not even having to kick a ball. Congratulations to Brook Athletic however. Three wins uh, in the group has given been enough for them to take the silverware. And in Group C, again, another group that was sorted already last weekend, as Gants Hill, the leaders in the group, saw their first defeat in the competition as they went down 3-2 away at Barking Riverside. Barking Riverside themselves moving up to sec uh, third in the group, with Nana Okoli, Osama Benani and Bukeli Makudi scoring the goals in a 3-2 win. Uh, in the other game in the group, it was Central Colts against Barking in a local derby fixture at Parslow's Park. And again, Barking, unfortunately, haven't, haven't managed to pick up a point in the group, but have fought valiant, valiantly throughout the games. And they went down to a narrow 4-3 defeat. Two goals from Castriot Vata and Sachmund Akanavisi were not quite enough, however, as they went down 4-3 to Central Colts. Panda took the runners-up spot in the group. Uh, with, with the, the results that they've had so far, four wins being enough for them to do so. And in Group D, this one will go down to the wire as uh, all of the results went in favour of Abridge Village on Sunday. As they came from 2-0 behind early on to take to beat Abridge Village, sorry, to beat Valentine United. A hat-trick from Kurt Freeney, goals from Leon Adeyemi, Jake Clark and Aaron Gurney saw them to a 6-2 victory eventually. Um, and they move third in the group and within striking distance of the, the top two seams. Victory next weekend for them would be enough to take the group. And AFC Faden uh, moved into second place in the group and potentially the runners-up spot as they ended their campaign with a 5-1 victory. Ellis Marsh scored for Hornchurch Oakmont, but his efforts not quite enough as two goals apiece from Albert Helen and Harry Andriti, plus a Dion Bishop effort, saw them move to within one point of the leaders in their final fixture. And in the battle of the bottom two sides, AC Milano saw their chances of silverware end as they were held to a 2-2 draw against FC Galaxy. Robert Puskasu and Mihai Marunchuk scored the goals for Galaxy, which saw them pick up their first point of the group and moved uh, within three points of their opponents. And in Group G, another group which had already been sorted last weekend as Fade and Green picked up the title. But there were still runners-up spot up for grabs. And that went to Munkham's with an excellent surge of form towards the end of the competition. And they beat uh, Upshire Forest on the final day in a 6-2 scoreline despite goals from Leighton, Hughes, Franklin and Sam Owen to give them the points that they needed to, to go second in the group on goal difference. And the other game in the group came from Walthamstow where Ainsley were the hosts to take on Total Football. And a single goal from Adam Gomez uh, was enough to give Total Football the 1-0 victory, but unfortunately they lost on, they lost the runners-up spot on a significant goal difference swing. And that brings to a close the action from the Crimpfin League from Sunday the 23rd of May, with just one fixture left to play in the League Cup competitions. And it's a game that will decide one of the groups as we bring you that coverage of that game and a roundup of the competition this season next week. For now, enjoy the rest of the week.
Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. I'm just going to run through the results as normal and then look at the fixtures and also the Super 6 from this week and the week coming. Alright, so starting off with the Prem. Uh, only one fixture played in the Prem. Uh, a couple of results given, but the one game played was Plough and Harrow 7, AFC Rangers 0. Uh, and I'd just like to say congratulations to Skew Bridge on uh, securing the Premier League uh, title this weekend. Uh, Division 1, um, Hearts Lions 2, Blacksmith 7, Hilltop Reserves 2, Harper and Cole Old Boys 0. And also in Division 1, congratulations to FC Wellin, who were confirmed as champions um, after their game was awarded uh, for this weekend. Um, Division 2, got Harper and Cole Old Boys, had a double header with Oaks. It was 3-2 in the first game and 4-0 in the second game, both to Harper and Cole Old Boy Reserves. Little Heath 7, Wheathampstead 89-2. Pinewood 2, St George's 2 and Welling Warriors 5, AFC Mims 3. The 2-2 between Pinewood and St George's meant that player packs have been crowned champions of Division 2. So congratulations to Elf Smith and the boys at player packs. In Division 3, Hansbury's 1, Beehive Reserves 3, Mermaid 5, Bournemouth Raiders 0, TNF 1, Royston Rangers 1, Wishing Well 0, Wheathampstead Wanderers 6. Um, Mermaid and Royston will go down to the last game of the season to see who is crowned champions. Both level on points, Mermaid with a six-goal swing uh, advantage. And Division 4, Marshalls with Rovers 2, Wrestlers 5, Phoenix 1, Welling Warriors Reserves 0, and Welling Pegasus 1, Hatfield Mosquitoes 3. Moving on to this Sunday's fixtures then, in the Premier Division, we have six bells against Brookmans Park and Skewbridge against AFC London Road. Um, in Division 1, we have just the one fixture, Snug Bar against Hearts Lions. In Division 2, we have New Greens against Oaks. In Division 3, Beehive Reserves against TNF. Hansbury's against Wheathamsey Wanderers. Forza Watford against the Wishing Well. And Mermaid against Royston Rangers. Uh, just remembering those goes down to the wide. This is the last games in these division for Forza and Mermaid. And uh, yeah, titles are gone down to the last day. Uh, division four, we've got Hatfield Mosquitoes against Phoenix A and Marshallswick Rovers against Welling Pegasus. And also at 12.30 on Sunday, we have the Hearts Advertiser Junior Cup Final between Harpen and Colt Oldboy Reserves and Welling Warriors Reserves. That's taking place at Tallman Drive, 12.30 kickoff. Uh, anyone local, get yourselves down there. So now on to the Super 6. So last week I took on James Newton uh, of the Beehive Reserves, formerly of Blacksmiths and Cannon Reserves respectively. Um, and me and James have fought out a 2-2 draw on the results with honours even there. So look, well done James, uh, a draw. Uh, we'll just buy each other a pint I guess when, when we have the league meeting. Um, but this week, I go head-to-head with Owen from Bournemouth Raiders. Uh, he's the manager of them. New side this year. Uh, it's got off to a bit of a shaky start, but they've done 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 really well. They've finished mid-table in Division 3, and I think next year they'll really kick on. They've got a good young side. Uh, I know quite a few of their players being from Bournemouth myself, especially their skipper. I work with their skipper. So, is uh, yeah, they've got a good young side, and uh, Owen's kindly uh, agreed to take me on in the Super 6 this week. So this week's Super 6, starting off in the Prem, six bells against Brookmans Park. I'm going to stick my guns out and say six bells to win this one. I always go against Brookmans Park and they usually win. Um, but six bells, I think they're uh, it's a really even game to be fair. Both sides are, are quite evenly matched. So I'll go for six bells in this one. 
in Division 1, Snug Bar against Hearts Lions. We've played them both this month. Um, beat Snug Bar and lost to Snug Bar in a double header. Uh, and then we won convincingly at the weekend against Hearts Lions. Um, both sides are a mixed bag, really, at the moment, depending on who turns up. Hearts Lions started really strong this season. They've just sort of filtered out. Snug Bar have always been towards the bottom. Um, and but pick up the odd strong results. So I'm going to go for a draw in this one between um, Snug Bar and Hearts Lions. Uh, next one, uh, we've got a couple in Division 3. Got Hansbury's against Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers. Again, I'm going to go for a draw. Um, two good sides. Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers were my pick for the league at the start of the season. They finished really strong after a bit of a shaky start, and I think they're going to finish up fourth, which was really good considering at the start of the season they were close to the foot of the table. Uh, Hansbury's, I know them well from playing against them a couple of years ago. Really strong, hard-to-beat team. Never really get thumped, but this year they've struggled a little bit and are closer to the bottom than the top, but um, I think that'll be a draw, that one. Uh, also, we've got Forza against Wishingwell. <clears throat> a little bit of a rivalry between these two. Uh, I think that the uh, last time they played, they had to have linesmen because, uh, yeah, they, they know each other outside and, and let's just say they're, they're not necessarily the best of friends. However, I'm sure the respect's there on the football pitch. Forza are going for the title and I think they'll win this one, but Wishingwell did actually beat them last time. So could be a, a shock on the cards, but I think Alfie and the boys at Forza will, will know what they've got to do. I think they'll get their part of the, the job done and then they'll be relying on uh, either a, a goal swing or, or or Royston picking up a result at, at the Mermaid um, on Sunday. Then from Division 4, Hatfield Mosquitoes against Phoenix A. Hatfield Mosquitoes, uh, fourth in the league, be looking to push on and they can overtake well in Warriors Reserves and finish third. But Phoenix A on a great run of form at the moment and you've got to go to form book in this and I'm going to go for a Phoenix A win. Finally, we've got the Junior Cup final finally being played from last season. Harpen and Cole Boy reserves against Welling Warriors reserves. Um, I think it'll be a closer game than maybe people expect. There are two divisions between these sides now. Um, one of them a third in Division 4, the other one's third in Division 2. We obviously lost to Harpen and Cole Boys in the Intermediate Cup final. And yeah, they're, they're, they're a well-drilled side. Uh, I, I'd love to see Welling Warriors win this, being quite honest, because my mate Alan runs them. But I can't see it. Uh, I've got to stick with it. I can't can't lose to Owen. So I think uh, I'm going to go for a Harp and Cut Old Boy Reserve win. Um, now I'm just going to pass you over to Owen and he'll go through his Super 6. Thank you, Sharpie. Uh, what's happening, people? It's Owen, uh, manager of Bournemouth Raiders. Um, just coming in with the Super 6 predictions. So let's get straight into it. Um, first game, Six Bells versus Brookman's Park. Uh, I'm going to go for an away win in that one. So a win for Brookman's Park. Uh, Snug Bar versus Hearts Lions. Uh, again, I'm going to go for an away win. So a win for Hearts Lions. Uh, next uh, game in Division 3, the division that uh, Bournemouth are in. Hambreeze versus Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. Um, for that one, again, a third away win. Going to go for Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. Uh, shout out to them. They're a very good young football playing side. Uh, got some good lads in their team. Really nice group of people. So uh, I'm going to go for them. Uh, fourth game, Forza versus Wishingwell again. Uh, another game in our division. Uh, two very young sides. They're going at it against each other. Uh, Forza obviously still having eyes on the title. Um, and I really can't see past a Forza winning that one. Uh, but I do think it will be close. Uh, I'm not writing Wishing Well off. Um, I know they'll be up for that game. Uh, so, yeah, but I'll go for a Forza win. Uh, Hatfield Mosquitoes versus Phoenix. 
I will go for a home win in that one to Hatfield Mosquitoes. And then finally, Harpenden Reserves versus Willing Warriors Reserves. I will go for an away win for Willing Warriors. And I'll also even go as far to say a goal for Alan Johnston in that game. So yeah, those are my Super 6 predictions. Thank you guys and uh, hope everyone has a lovely week. Take care. Cheers, Owen, top man for that. Um, that's all for this week. Thanks very much for uh, listening again. Obviously, I appreciate the content is getting less and less over the weeks and it will do whilst uh, the, the fixtures are, are drying up because teams are finishing the season. But look, big plans for next year for the Hearts ad going in the right direction. I think we've had 16 new teams apply so far. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. And uh, yeah, speak to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Ian and welcome to the Major Zone and Mid-Kent section of the Celt Podcast. I've got all the news, views and information from around the league, along with the results and fixtures as part of the show. It's week 13 in a part of suspended season, 14 matches from across the divisions. I'll be bringing you a full roundup of the scores and match reports as part of the results show. But first, let's catch up with the league news. The Kick It Out campaign has launched its new criteria for its equality charter. It's a benchmark they'd like all grassroots clubs to meet. Applications can be found at www.kickitout.org or you can ask questions via email to info at kickitout.org. Essentially, they're asking clubs to have an equality charter signed and published online and appoint a member from your team to lead on equality and understand how issues can be reported. It's a great achievement for clubs to aim for, and there are some teams within the Maidstone and Mid-Kent League who have this already. It covers some very important issues, so I'd highly recommend it to clubs. If you'd like to know more, please feel free to contact the show. Also, remember the league's charity match at the Gallagher Stadium on Sunday the 18th of July with a 2pm kickoff. Teams from the league have been asked to put forward players they'd like to be highlighted for particular reasons to be part of the League Eleven. Nominations have come in from East Morning, Park Royal, Case Sports, Gold Stars, Vinters, White Horse and Invicta Sunday, but we're still looking for more. Please don't miss this opportunity to support a great day. Comms have been sent to club secretaries, so please get in touch if you haven't nominated a player yet. That's it for league news. Remember, for any other questions or queries, you know the drill. Email us, info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk, Twitter at white underscore horse underscore FC, Instagram at white.horse.fc. So let's move on to the results from the weekend. In the Auto Express Premiership, Barming Colts beat Fisherman's Arms 5-0. Tom Carr and Samuel Carter each with a brace, along with a Daryl Feely goal. Marden beat Gold Stars 5-2. Johan Caney Bryan with two, along with Robbie Smith, Kane Butler and Tyler Smith. Eddie Davis and Jacob Hearn with the goals for Gold Stars. Park Royal lost 1-0 at home to East Morning. Kane Smith with the only goal from that game to ensure Morning keep their 100% record at the top of the league. In Division 1, East Morning Reserves took on Rubicon Limerick. East Morning had a great start and took the lead through Matt Moore's firing home after a cross. Two minutes later, they doubled their lead. Charlie Roberts turned on a throw to half-volley home in impressive style. Rubicon had opportunities from corners but failed to have any real impact before the break. They did, however, respond in the second half. Jack Pearce finding the mauling goalkeeper in no man's land to pull a goal back. Rubicon found their rhythm and pushed for an equaliser, but with 10 minutes to go, they left themselves exposed and that allowed Matt Morse to kill off the game. Final score from the Southwoods ground, East Morning Reserves 3, Rubicon 1. Larkfield beat Langley 2-0 at home. 
Jordan Park and Dan Skinner with the goals. Sutton Valance beating Victor Rangers 4-2. No team sheet for Valance, so I'm unable to give you their goal scorers. Alex Dunmill and an own goal for Rangers in that game. White Horse took on Laybourne at the Citymore School. The Breadman wasted no time in taking the lead. Liam Stone coming in from wide and pulled back for Neil Shepard to score from close range in the opening period. They were 2-0 up after 12 minutes. Dean Skiggs setting up Jacob Walter to far home. Liam Stone then turned goal scorer himself. He latched on to a John South through ball to make it 3-0 at half time. The second half started the same as the first. White Horse making it 4. Liam Stone setting up Jacob Walter to secure his brace in the match. But the Breadman then took their foot off the gas. They let in three goals in a space of 20 minutes to set up a nervy ending. No team sheet for Laybourne, so I'm able to give you their goal scorers. The final score at the Citibon ground, Whitehorse 4, Laybourne 3. In Division 2, Balming Blues edge past Vinters 2-1. Jake Bates and an own goal for Blues. No team sheet for Vinters, so I'm able to give you their goal scorers. Tempest lost 5-2 at home to AFC Phoenix. Goals from Alex Angier and Darren Gonneau for Tempests. No team sheet for Phoenix, so I'm unable to give you their goal scorers. Jaguars lost 3-0 to Park Royal Reserves. Ben Patterson with a hat-trick in that game for the Royal. In Division 3, Invictus Sunday lost 6-1 to Laybourne Angels. Josh Upson with a brace along with goals from Josh Blackbury, Charlie Dinninger, Drew Davis and Rome Salt. James Marshall with a consolation for Invictus Sunday. Laybourne Chase versus Kent Sands was postponed. Snodland Town beat Crosskeys 4-0. Reese Jacobs and Ben Twist each with a brace in that game. And Walnut Wanderers lost 5-2 to Coxheath and Farley. Maris Brew with a brace. David Dully, Toby Wola Lawler, Jamie Tree with the goals for Coxheath. Samuel Shuban with a brace for Walnut. And that's it for the results from the weekend. Finally, let's have a look at the fixtures for the week ahead. Farming Colts take on Aylesford, East Mooring host Gold Stars, K Sports Express welcome Park Royal, Marlon Miners host Fisherman's Arms. In Division 1, Invicta Rangers take on East Mooring Reserves, Langley welcome White Horse, Rubicon Limerick take on Laybourne, and Sutton Valance take on Larkfield and New Hyde. In Division 2, Aylesford Reserves host Barming Blues, Tempest take on White Horse Jaguars, Park Royal Reserves host AFC Phoenix, and Vinters take on Minter. In Division 3, Coxheath and Farley host Invictus Sunday, Crosskeys welcome Kent Sands, and Laybourne Chase host Walnut Wanderers. That's unfortunately all we've got time for this week. Thanks to East Morning and Whitehorse for sending in their match reports. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll be back next week with all the news, views and results. Until then, remember, it's always more than just football. Welcome to our All Around the Leagues podcast, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. We start today with news from our games played on Sunday the 23rd of May. The top two sides in Division 1 met this week in a doubleheader between Newtown Cobras and Swanscombe Tigers. And it was the league leaders, Newtown Cobras, that got the upper hand in the first game, winning by two goals to nil, with goals from Charlie Smith and Jack London. The return fixture ended in a two-all draw. Mike Fenn and Owen Purcell scoring, with Reese Cuff and Dan Willis replying. Carl Vickery and James Atkins were on target for Valley Rovers, but Slay Green Railway replied with three to take the three points. Matt Haynes scored for Dartford Eagles, however South Down earned back-to-back wins in Division 1 for the first time this season, with a 2-1 win. 
while elsewhere Hive Titans just got the better of New Ash Green with a 1-0 win. In Division 2, Blackline Hartley remained top after a 1-0 win over the Old Leather Bottle. The Rising Eagles won 2-1 against Cobham with Simon Cross and Phil Reeves scoring for the Rising Eagles, Freddie Horton replying for Cobham. Sean Hyam won 2-1 against AFC Rocheville and Swanscombe Tigers got the better of Springer Park with a 5-3 win. Pelham stayed top of Division 3 with a 5-1 win over Taverners. Guru Nanak though are up to second in Division 3 with a fine 8-3 win against Verbena. Welling Park picked up their first win since the restart, beating Phoenix by 5 goals to 1, while Halls Athletic recorded a 3-0 victory over Gravesend United. Division 4 leaders Ridgeway Darts won 2-0 against Zens with goals from Adam Taylor and Don Burrows. The double fixture between Gravesend Cricketers and Darston Athletic ended with a win apiece, with the Cricketers winning the first game by 3 goals to 2, and Darston taking the points from the second game with a 4-2 win. The Rose Athletic defeated Dartford Athletic 1-0 in their first game of the doubleheader, with a return ending all square in a one-all draw. And in the John Robinson League Cup B, saw Hollisters beat Nuevo by three goals to two, with a brace from Tom Jenkins and Mike Moody scoring the other for Hollisters. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news and reports from the North Kent Sunday League next week. Bye for now. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast, where we'll take a look back at the matches played on the 23rd of May, and also a look at uh, where the cup competitions are to date. In the Junior Cup, the uh, only group that was yet to be decided was the uh, Group A, and uh, Inter missed out on a qualifying for the quarterfinals after they suffered a 1-0 defeat to bottom-placed Batchworth. After defeating group winners Chess United last week, they only required a point from this final game to reach the, knock- to reach the knockout stage. But they succumbed to a goal from John Robertson. It means that South Hearts qualified by virtue of a head-to-head record over Woodside Wanderers after they finished dead level with them on goal difference, goals scored and goals conceded. It was their 2-0 victory over Woodside on April 25th which has proved to be pivotal. They will now face Group B winners Watford Town in the quarter-final on Sunday whilst Group A winners, Chess United, take on Watford Sports for the right to join AFC Bedmond and St Mary's Harefield in the semi-finals. In the Invitation Cup, Group A, the only scheduled game between Bushy Rangers and AFC Leesden was awarded as a 0-0 win to the visitors after Bushy were unable to raise a team. Those three points leaves Leesden in the final qualifying qualification spot ahead of the final round of group games this coming Sunday to see who qualifies for the quarterfinals. At the moment, it could be any four from five clubs 
with Railway Arms being currently top of the group with 11 points, Rifle Volunteer second with 10, Cassidy Rangers, having completed all their fixtures, are in third with 10 points, ASC Leavesden currently move into fourth place with nine points, and Langleyberry Cricket Club currently sit in fifth with eight points. This Sunday's games will see Railway Arms take on AFC Leavesden and Rifle Volunteer take on Langleyberry. These two games will decide the outcome and who qualifies in the Invitation Cup Group A, whilst the other final game in that group, which is Oxy Spartans versus Bushy Rangers, is a bit of a dead rubber as neither team can now qualify. In the Invitation Cup Group B, all clubs have completed their fixtures. However, with one of the clubs currently putting an appeal in against a league decision to the local county FA, we have to wait until the uh, 1st of June for that hearing to decide the outcome and the final places in that group. Currently, the group is showing um, Oakview as the winners, with Sun Sports Athletic in second place, North Watford in third place, and Fox and Stone in fourth place. The other two clubs in the group, Evergreen and St Joe's, cannot qualify any rate. But obviously, the result of the appeal with Hearts FA will affect, or can affect, the ultimate final placings in that group, which, again, will affect who plays who in the quarterfinals. So we will very shortly know this, and hopefully the quarterfinals can be played on the 6th of June, following hopefully what will be a quick decision from the local county FA. Therefore, this coming Sunday, we have five games. We have the three, as I mentioned earlier, in the Invitation Cup Group A. And then we have two quarterfinals in the uh, Junior Cup, which is Chess United versus Watford Sports and Watford Town take on South Hearts. Obviously, as mentioned earlier, those two winners from those two games will go through to play ASC Bedmond and St Mary's Harefield in the semi-finals, hopefully to be held on the 6th of June. So that's going to be it for this week. Rather a shorter podcast than normal because of uh, obviously not having the number of games. But we'll be back next week with all the results and news and hopefully to be able to give you all the quarter-finalists for the Invitation Cup and the semi-finalists for the Junior Cup. We'll see you then. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.